Hello, welcome to another edition of the Hoop Scoop Podcast. My name is Nate with my pod pal, Phil. Hello there. And Phil, the offseason is among us. The most uncertain offseason ah, probably in the history of the sport. There. Yeah, right? There we go. But yeah, who it, knows? It's weird. Yeah, well, yeah, we're sponsored today. <laughs> we don't know when the season is going to come back. Down but all we know us. is the season is... Not happening right now. It is the off season. Over. So we got acquisitions yes. to talk. We got coaching changes, GM changes. Two big ones that we got to discuss today. A coaching change with the Clippers. A GM change with the Rockets. I say we start with the coach, the new coach in the Clippers organization. Are you good with that, Phil? Right. And, uh, you yeah, know, point of clarification, though, it's not a GM change. It's for now just a GM vacancy. Well, I think they're, they're, they're having somebody step up for now. But, yeah, he's probably not the long-term. He's interim. Oh, well, yeah, but, but I mean, he's – yeah. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. you're right. You're right. Fair so, enough. I mean, there enough. is – there's speculation, yeah. Let's not start to, with the Clippers, though. Nets, but – Let's start with the Clippers. All right, go ahead. Tyron Lue. What was your thoughts? Tyron Lue announced as you're head so adamant. coach for Tyron Lue. I – listen, I think I'm more excited about the Rockets talk. Let's start with the Clippers. Tyron Lue, now the head coach. He just kind of scoots over on the bench. You know, he was one seat. To the left, and now he's just scooting over to the yeah. right. He's now the head coach. Phil, what are your thoughts? Do you like it? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Are you just meh? I don't know. Uh, I mean, from like a Clippers, if I'm a Clippers fan, I would hate it. From out outside of my perspective, just being you know a watcher, I I still don't like it because Tyron Lue is just kind of a rah rah guy, where he just his whole experience is just from letting LeBron just kind of take control of the show he was essentially just you know player coaching that season for those what two or three years they were together and yeah he just was the head coach by de facto and really didn't have much of he was kind of the supplementary head coach on his own team so I don't know how that's going to work without LeBron because I mean when he's there he's he's the person you would rely on but with Kawhi and Paul George there's no real like voice like main voice in the locker room besides like Pat Bev which (laughs) I don't know how how constructive that can be but what are you thinking? Yeah, I try not to be too reactionary when it comes to coaches because I think that depending on their circumstance, you're only going to see a certain part of them. You know, we, we, right. we've kind of seen it with Eric Spolstra. Like, how was Eric Spolstra being viewed when LeBron was there with the, with, with D-Wade and Bosh, obviously? I, I, don't, I don't think anybody yeah. was pinpointing Spolstra as, you know, this crazy mind that is going to – be kind of a, a cornerstone of this franchise and probably one of the most respected coaches in the league now. So I think that... To be fair, I think Pat Riley saw that. Fair enough. Pat Riley did... Because LeBron did want him gone very early and Pat Riley said, no, no, no. No, you're right. Pat Riley did see that. I'm just saying that narratives change, narratives change based on their circumstance. Obviously, when you have LeBron on your right. team, you're never going to get the credit when you're the coach. Ty Lue, That's fair. He's not somebody I'd probably get excited about as a, a Clipper fan, just because first of all, he's he was already in the organization. He was already essentially Doc Rivers' right. right hand man. So I think it's a little strange that after you have this monumental collapse, you stay within the staff. And I'm not saying Tyloo should have been fired, but I do think it's a little strange that you wouldn't try to maybe get a new voice that wasn't a part of this essentially disaster, because that's what it was. It was a disaster for the Clippers this year. I'm surprised they would stay within that circle, but mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. Ty Lue, I don't want to paint a picture like he's incapable of coaching because we have seen him make adjustments. I don't know if you 
recall that's right, in that's the fair. finals in 2016, 2017. I think also he made those changes with Tristan Thompson. He, of I, th- I think he used Jarrett Smith relatively well. So yeah, I think he maneuvered with some pieces there. But obviously when you have LeBron James, you have LeBron James. And that's just kind of – Yeah, you have gonna, specific input, I would say. Yeah, and, you know, you're only going to coach as much as needed, which usually isn't too much. But, right, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Again, I don't want to lean too far one or the other, but it is probably a little unexciting for Clippers fans just to see, like, oh, this guy was here last year. <laughs> why would – you know, why yeah. would we want somebody who was – a part of this horrible outcome. He was a main part of the exact same coaching system they yeah, had last year. Exactly. And I'm not saying it's his fault, but I do think that is a little I strange. You. I think that's a little strange. Yeah. Um, I'll, listen, the Clippers, they're going to need to make personnel changes, and that's going to be the most interesting part of the Clippers offseason. I'm not saying – I'm not one of those people that go into next year saying the Clippers have no chance. You know, they're mentally right. shot. Paul George is shot. They're all shot. I don't think that's true. <laughs> But I you do think Twitter too much. My dog. <laughs> I might have been, but I don't think that this roster can go into next season the same. There's just no way. There's yeah, they, there's they two... have to mix it up, shake it up. I don't think you know, primarily like crazy shake up, but definitely some like rotation pieces need to be moved in and out. Um, one question for you is if say I don't know how to phrase it, but if the coaching, all the coaches that were available in this offseason I guess were available when the Clippers had their choice who do you think would have been a better the best choice for them all the coaches that made that went to the teams I guess you could say I'm I might sound a little crazy with this Phil I like Tom Thibodeau for this team that's what I was thinking there's two there's one really positive and one really negative Tom Thibodeau loves his defense which goes with the Kawhi PG switchability he would not but love. He loves management. to grind his boys. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but if he problem. could, if, if, he, but if he could, yeah. But if he could just buy in, if Ballmer could just, there's, you know, there's a lot of. You actually started this with that Reddit post you shared with me, which I'm not going to go into too much detail here, but it seems like which the Clippers one? are. Oh, essentially the about analytics how they, approach. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, the Clippers are very. Shout out very, to one random redditor. <laughs> yeah, but I I've read more stuff about that with validity. Not nothing crazy specific, but stuff about how the Clippers are just super into those next gen analytics, analytics. And, yeah. and not in the same way the Rockets are, like they're just going to shoot threes. But from a health standpoint as well, in terms of how to treat your players, you know, how to play them, what is going to be able to maximize their potential when it comes to the playoffs. And right. I don't, they weren't going to hire a coach that wasn't bought in on this system that they're running. So. Maybe Balmer sat down with Lewis and said, "Listen, this is how we're going to do things, and if you're if you're bought in, then let's do it. If you're not, then we're going to look if somewhere else." It. Yeah, and then of course we can't not bring up the elephant in the room, which is that the bottom line is this: Phil, whoever Kawhi Leonard wants to be the coach gets the job. That's good. It's a true point. That's whoever Uncle Dennis just, wants to be coach, <laughs> whatever you want, because Kawhi Leonard has one more year on his deal, and listen, Paul George is Paul George. He's Still a very good player. You still want him, but this is Kawhi Leonard has the fate of the Clippers franchise in his hand. He really does. I've never his seen large him. palm. Even with LeBron James, obviously LeBron James, there's nobody parallels his value to a franchise. But the way that Kawhi came into this team, told them you got to get rid of your whole entire future to accommodate me. Now he's here. I mean, 
And then he didn't even sign a long-term deal. So if he leaves, it's just shambles. I mean, this, I would, you'd, you'd have to move yeah. the team. You'd have to move the team, honestly. So where, where we go? Where are we going? We're going back to New Jersey. Oh, even better. <laughs> but Paul George, you think they signed PG like a Kevin Love contract? Like after he, after LeBron left, just because it's like we're still going to be competitive and they're just in, in the suburbs of New Jersey, just slumming it? I don't know, man, but you get my point. You know, maybe. No, maybe, I'm running with it now. I like it. Maybe Tyron. Do it. Maybe Tyron and Kawhi just have a great rapport. I don't know. I it's kind of hard to see with Kawhi. So, but maybe he does. And the bottom line is, if Kawhi went to Balmer, said, "Hey, I want Ty," then okay, he's hired the next day. So <laughs> that's how that goes. That's a fair point. Yeah, and that was very on point. We don't have a lot of background information of what Kawhi sounds like, but experts believe that would be the expectation. <laughs> that would probably be the conversation, right? I want, I want Ty. <laughs> yeah, probably. We could leak that if you want. <laughs> we could leak that and be like, that's how cool, how Tyron Lue got his job. Yeah, so we'll see with the Clippers. There's still a lot of question marks. Montrez Harrell, Lou Williams, I think they're both gone, honestly. I don't know how – Montrez is a free agent, obviously. We'll see what kind of contract he Montrez gets. Montrez they can't afford. I think they'd want to get him back, but they can't. I don't even know if they would, Phil. I'm really not sure. I mean, realistically, if, you, if you're able to afford him – he was kind of unplayable in the playoffs. He was kind of unplayable, especially fair, especially can... in this Western Conference when you got Jokic and, and AD, and you know, say Porzingis is the next. Like he's just not a good matchup for those right, kind of guys. Right. No, I agree. But in this certain circumstance, they can't go and get someone by next year or by like next season. You know, all they yeah. can do is re-sign him. I think they can go above the cap because he's on their team. So they can re-sign him to whatever, at least for another year push. Because if not, then it's just going to be Kawhi and PG. Yeah, we'll see. And they'll happens. have money to pick up other free agents, but there's not that much on the market. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll see. We'll see. It's, it's, it's going to be a weird free agency year. Nobody really knows what the deals with the money. Yeah, definitely. I don't, even, I don't even think we've gotten an exact date for free agency, so it's going to be wacky. But I'm sure something crazy is going to happen because something crazy always happens. But that any any and, um, any closing the will? You said he's not coming oh, back. Oh, will. I just don't real think quick, he's a good fit quick. at all. I think you sell low on him. And I think I still think he's a good player. So I think teams would like to have him. But, yeah, he he's a liability yeah. for this Clipper team. It was nice when they needed scoring. Now they don't need scoring. And right. he's the worst defender on the team. People are hunting him in the playoffs. It doesn't work. It's not working. So yeah, I think Lou Will's gone. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what they could do with that. We'll I think see. he's, tra- I, I think he's tradable. So I know, but I mean, like nothing substantial. Nothing substantial. No, nothing substantial. Like I, I could see, I could see the Pistons scooping him up with like their second round pick. You know, like because they want someone to score because they're gonna have nobody next year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like just random. Yeah, we'll see. But that's my verdict. Yeah. Any closing thoughts on the the, the T Lou situation? I'm going to keep sleeping. Keep sleeping on it? Mm. Okay, fair enough. Let's go to the Rockets, Phil, because sad. this is a little surprising what happened. So Daryl Morey steps down as general manager of the team after 13 years. A very long time. Very long time. Very successful. Yeah. Very successful. They made the playoffs, I believe, eight straight seasons. Obviously did not win a title. It's right. been a really, really weird last few years in Houston. 
D'Antoni comes whenever he came. I think it was 2016. They kind of revolutionized, yeah. honestly, the way basketball is played with with Harden. And then they get Chris Paul. That goes well. Not well enough. Threes and threes, baby. He's gone. Westbrook comes in. And now, I don't know. I think everybody kind of agrees the Rockets thing. It's getting a little scary. They kind of look like they're stuck in the mud. D'Antoni leaves. And, you know, when I thought of Houston, obviously most people wouldn't think of this when they think of Houston. But I personally, it was Harden and it was Daryl Morey. Those were, for me, the two constants for this organization. Yeah. You know, Daryl Morey kind of formed this team around James Harden. James Harden crafted his style around the way Daryl Morey formed the team. and just worked really well in tandem. Now they're now Daryl yeah. Morey's gone. Mike D'Antoni's gone. As you said earlier, there's not they didn't hire somebody else. For now, Raphael Stone is stepping up to BGM. And I had to look up who Raphael Stone is. He was hired in 2019 to work as a player council, I think they call it. He's essentially really? on the council I, of the GM, but for I a while. He was like he well was, established in the, the industry or the uh system for a while but only recently has he really been on the gm side of it i think but he's been Mm. with the rockets for quite a bit well he's stepping up that's what i read and i was like okay so he's like been like been groomed for this or essentially something yeah he's 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 been in the room he's been in the room for quite a bit but we don't have much to say about it i can pretend like i do but anyway so daryl mori gone what do we what do we think phil uh, I think it's sad, and I don't know what's going on with the Rockets because, I mean, are they just going to completely flip the script now? Or they? I've heard they want to go back to having centers. And I mean, once you've already full tilted this way, how are you going to like revert back? You've kind of bit off more than you can chew if you want to be like, oh, I, I don't want this sandwich. You're halfway through it. <laughs> you you got to finish it. Yeah, You're out yeah, to yeah. dinner with people, and you can't just spit the food into the napkin. You got to finish the sandwich. You know? Yeah, 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 for sure. The The Houston Rockets, they've made so many moves over these last few seasons. Daryl Morey in, in one specific sick- direction. And yeah, they're but they're zigging. They've been zigging. They've been zagging. It seems like they're just kind of, you know, they really peaked. We obviously in 2018 when they had James Harden, they had Chris Paul and it worked really well on the court. And they're one game away from making the NBA finals and being the favorite in that series. The only team to really challenge the Warriors, obviously. And then after they lost that, it's just the last two years have been it's, – it's, it's been ugly, honestly. And I'm not saying they've been a bad team because they haven't. But last year you see Kevin Durant go down in the playoffs. And I'm sitting there thinking, wow, this is – we all talk about one injury away, one break away, you know, one bounce the ball away. Like, this is it. Right, you know, Kawhi. You, Kawhi you, to go play Kawhi. Have, yeah, and you have Game Six at home against the Warriors without Kevin Durant, yeah. and you lose that game, and it just kind of felt like after that, the air was sucked out of this team, you know. And I'm not a Rockets fan, but I could just imagine watching that and being like, if we can't win this one, I don't know which one we can win. And they they get rid yeah. of Chris Paul in the off season. Russell Westbrook comes in, and it's it, it 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 honestly was exactly how I thought it would be. The Harden Westbrook thing, they put up big numbers, but at the end of the day, 
when it comes to playoff basketball, they weren't really a fit. I don't think they will yeah, be a fit. Yeah, it did not make sense. So there was only really you you had to put like Westbrook in the center role for the entirety of yeah like if you were going to commit to the small ball and it just like that doesn't work you know yeah they which is the shame in and of itself and whoever steps into this role this job next is going to have they're not going to have a hard job in terms of winning games because this team is good enough to win games. But in right. terms of roster improvement, I don't know where you go with this team. There's not really much flexibility when it comes to money. There's not really a single young asset to think of because Maury's been trading all of his picks away for different 3 and D guys the last four years. Austin Rivers? I guess you could trade Austin Rivers, but... <laughs> He's spry. What is he, 27? Uh, he never ages. But <laughs> That's fair. You know, at this point, Phil... The only thing that is on my mind is, do you think the James Harden situation is just a ticking time bomb in terms of, is he going to want to get out of there? Is he going to want to say, I've been here, I've tried, we've been close, but I'm too good to go down as a guy who hasn't made the finals, except for that one time when he was 21, 22 years old. Right. I don't know. I I don't know. I mean... Who knows how long his peak can last, but I mean, he's 31. I could see it going for at, uh, around two to three more years. Like he could be operating at this level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? I agree. So, yeah. I mean, it's not like, it's not like the burners are off and it's like James Harden's degressing as the team is naturally. It's like, he can still go and you just kind of clean the slate on everything he's come to know with everything that's been around him. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. You've been talking a lot of like where he's going to go and you've already jumped to that conclusion. So I'd love to hear your input. I've thought about it and I I don't think he's going to be demanding a trade anytime soon, but I just think he's got to look around and say, all right, this is our team. We're not, we're not trending upwards. And he looks around the league. Obviously the Lakers are the Lakers. LeBron is LeBron. Who the hell knows when he's going to decline. They're going to be good for at least this this upcoming season and the next one. That's just, that's just is what it is. Then you look at not super arguable. Then you look at Denver, who's on the come up. They have young players. They're improving. They might already be better than Houston. You look at Dallas, who's just going to continue to get better. I mean, how good is Luka Doncic? They're they're an up and coming team. And then all the other the Warriors are going to be back next year. It's just all these teams that seem to be in position to improve, and the Rockets are just stuck in place. So and that's not get any better. That's when I think NBA stars, especially stars that are getting up in age, want to change because they know their worth. They know how good they are. But if the situation around them isn't getting any better, you can't waste time. You can't waste time. Harden, I'm sure he wants to go down as an all-time, all-time great. I mean, he has the talent to do so. He already will be. Don't get me wrong. He's he's already yeah, uh, an unbelievable holder. But I'm just saying, if he wants to be a Upper, upper echelon. Like, I, I right. personally think I think James Harden has a talent to be a top 15 player of all time. Agree? I, I'm not so, arguing but, that. You know where I have him in my shooting guard ranking. But if you don't win a title, I'm sorry, but it ain't happening. It just You, you know, you're just going to be – history does not act kindly towards those who don't win titles. Fair, fair or unfair. And, Very fair. And Harden – so he's got to get some blame. He's got to get some blame. He hasn't been yeah, great no, nobody's all perfect. time. No one's perfect in their relationship. I mean, you look at this Rockets team. 
you're going to seven against the Thunder? Really? And I like the Thunder, but come on, man. You're going to seven against the Thunder? It's, yeah, it's... I mean, I give, I, I put I, I put some blame on Harden for that. And they won the series, so who cares? But it's just that kind of stuff where it's like, this team is so unreliable. They're not getting better. Daryl Morey said, I'm out. This this thing this thing isn't for me anymore. D'Antoni says, I'm out. I've done all I can do here. Yeah, who's the next was... domino? Who's the next domino to fall? Who's next domino to fall? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you you drive a good case. You drive a hard bargain. But let me ask you one thing. Realistically, the way you're talking, which you're right, the West is getting chippier, and it's going to be only harder from here on out. So if you were hard in, if you were in hardened shoes, whatever size, eighteen shoes, mm-hmm. you're probably looking in the eastern side of the Pacific. And yeah. I'm just thinking, like, uh, wait, the eastern side of the Mississippi. Yeah, I was a wash. Anyway, <laughs> what, what kind of, what are you thinking, like, eastern teams wise? Like, where would you want to go? I don't know where he's going to want to go, Phil. I mean, things are going to change. Things are going to change. I don't think he's going to, I don't think he would actually start thinking about this till maybe next year where free agency can start getting a little crazy. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm just saying, but, theoretically, right now, what would interest you? What would be a hardened piece away? Don't say Philadelphia. Maybe Giannis and Harden say we want to go bring the big apple back to relevance. <laughs> Giannis and Harden want to put away all of their ill-gotten gains and beef just to go play in a slimy New York City. Imagine that would be just a – I would, would love weird. that duo. I would love that I, duo, though. I mean, Giannis I could play his natural position of center, so. Exactly, yeah. And you don't have to run the the offense through Giannis and pretend like he's a good half-court half isolation scorer because he's just not. And, yeah. I mean, Harden can't do that. That's another thing, though. Harden, the, 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 the 15 dribbles per possession isolation, it's got to stop. I'm sorry. Right. It's got to stop. It's, it's, too, it's too much. It doesn't work. I'm, I'm not going to say he can't win games like that, but you will never win an NBA championship on a team when a player does that. So I hope that stops this year, honestly, because yeah. I got tired of watching it. And it's tough if to watch. Goes to the two... Sometimes. Yeah, it is tough to Sometimes watch. Sometimes you can really appreciate it. Other times you're tired of just saying, oh, I have... you got to appreciate it. Yeah. No, I mean, Harden's a great player, but that needs to stop. Do you think there's any flexibility with this team, Phil? Sorry, I'm pivoting, but. That's all right. What do you mean flexibility? Do you see... To get better, this Rockets team. To get better. Ooh, I mean, obviously I'm seeing stuff where they're all like, oh, they could trade Robert Covington. But then, like, if this was how you're going to roll it, Robert Covington would be, like, one of the key pieces you would want on your team. Like, he would be filling, like, Danny Green, kind of Marcus Morris, and Kyle Kuzma's role all in one person, you know? For yeah. the Lakers, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that would be the – for me, it would be James Harden – and Robert Covington are kind of like the untouchables because those are very valuable pieces. I mean, PJ Tucker's probably going to stay. It's not like he can go in. Like, no one's going to be like, give me PJ Tucker. Give me PJ Tucker, Eric Gordon, and Austin Rivers, and I'll, I'll give you a bam. Yeah, Eric Gordon's got a bad contract, I think. Low key. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. he's more productive in this, within the system than Westbrook, you know? A complex. Oh, Don't the, get me wrong. Statistically. The Westbrook trade was. Westbrook trade was allegedly engineered by the owner, Tillman Fertitta, who we should put on the record, has a reputation for being a little cheap. So it's not like 
it's not like he's going to be, I don't know, who likes to spend a lot? What's a GM Warriors. likes to spend a lot of money? Yeah, Bob Myers will just do whatever needs to be done. So yeah. will the Heat, honestly. Pat Riley is just screw it. I'll throw them. But that's not going to be the... That's not going to be the MO of this Rockets team. Apparently, that was a big reason why he traded Chris Paul away was he just hated that contract so much. And, of course, the James Harden <laughs> fans did yeah. too. They, did, they didn't yeah. get along very well. But they got along in the beginning. They went to Astros games. It was very nice to see. But then he took uh, Westbrook to the Astros game, I believe. Yes, that is true. Wow, so maybe, cool. maybe that was like a subtweet that we didn't really pick up on, but it's very possible. That could, That's a whole other so cool. discussion. So Gordon has three more years than a player option for the fourth. Ugh. How much each year? It's probably in like the 15 to 20, it right? It goes up. It goes 16, 18, 19, 20. Yeah. Gross. Not a good so. six-man salary. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Yeah, the Rockets, it's it's so weird because they have James Harden, but Phil – I, I like to t- I like to have this conversation. I think it, it's a fun brain exercise. Worst situations in terms of like you're a GM, you walk in, ability to get better, ability to compete for titles, all of that rolls into one. Rockets are, I mean, it's a bottom ten situation, right? I have to agree. I mean, there's only two, and there's probably only like five other teams where it's like they're not, you know, they're not getting better right now, or their their progression is going to be so minuscule. Like, no one, it's murky with the Knicks. It's murky with the Hornets. Like, you can tell right now the Rockets are just, like, there's no... Detroit's, Detroit's tough. Detroit's Detroit, tough. yeah, well, Detroit has... That's a wasteland. Shout out Detroit. Um, yeah, it's just not looking good. And I still They're put the him most an echelon above... Yeah, and I still put him on echelon above a lot of those guys because I think James Harden is just that good that you have him. Right, you're going to be good. Something can happen. Something yeah. can happen eventually. Agreed. But... But yeah, they're. Ugh, I don't know. I don't know. It's been a standstill these last two years, and the wheels are starting to fall off. The wheels are starting to fall off, and we're seeing we're we're seeing the passengers jump off the ship before the, before the train gets off the cliff, and they go plummeting, however many feet into an abyss of Tillman Fertitta's casinos. Tillman Fertitta's Tony saying, "Yeah, Tillman." Uh, Maury <laughs> yeah, say saying, "I'm out of here." <laughs> D'Antoni's saying, I'm out of here. We'll just see. We will just see, Phil. Can I, can I uh, twist your arm for a second? Because I know Eric Gordon is not very valuable, but there are possible ideas out there in the market. Like, the first thing, like, just thinking of Eric Gordon, I thought of the Charlotte situation. They just need kind of plug-and-play scoring at the moment. There's no reason they wouldn't swap Bismack Biombo, who's also on an equally terrible contract, to the Rockets. I mean, he's not that good, but that would get them their center. This is the kind mm, of lateral no. moves I'm saying that just makes things murky and it's not going to help, you know? But Bismarck Piano does not have the years Eric Gordon has. How much more? How many more that years? That would be a bad a year. Uh, I'll, I'll check right now, but didn't, yeah, didn't sure. Biombo get the – he got that deal in the crazy in the crazy oh, you might be right. 2016. Yeah, yeah. Four he years, should be done almost. Ends in twenty twenty one. He's got one more year. I think. Oh, he's one more. No, he is um, done. You're right. You're right. He's done. He's a free agent. All right. Well, agent. so that goes out the window. You can't even do can't those. Even do that. All of those Moz, those Mozgov, Solomon Hills. Those are all done already. Eric Gordon. He got, he got a bad contract after the bad contracts. Hey, when in Rome. 
That's a buzz, but damn. I wish we had a Rockets fan on here, honestly. Do you know any Rockets fans? I can't say I do. I can't say. I, I've been down frequently. Yeah. I'd like to get a Rockets fan perspective. We should get because... one, though. We should find a friend. Maybe, maybe I'll go. Yeah, maybe find some. We need to make some new friends. I'll go on the Rockets subreddit and say, hey, who wants to complain about their team for 25 minutes? Come on the pod. Could be you. Could be you. Could now we love ad you. spots for it. Exactly. Any any closing thoughts on the the sad Rockets, Bill? Um, I don't know. I did not expect. I expected D'Antoni leaving to be kind of like the big blemish of the offseason, but I didn't expect it to get this bad. Yeah, and they still have a coaching vacancy. We will see. There's already there's rumors of I've, Van Gundy already. <laughs> JV. I've heard Van Gundy. I've heard Atkinson. I don't uh, get the Atkinson. Nah, thing. that's not. What, what are you getting? What are you getting out of Harden at this point? What more? Van Gundy would be fun. Just, I don't know. Van Gundy would be, yeah, I guess. Just I mean, be, we've seen on TV all these years talking to all these guys. It would be interesting to see him on the on the court again. We'll yeah, but I'd rather see Mark Jackson. Because if we're taking one of them out of, out of the uh, <laughs> commentating, I'd rather see Mark Jackson go. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. We will keep an eye on that. There are a lot of coaching vacancies. So Pelican's still yeah, up is. in the air. Who else still needs a coach? Pelican. Quick shout out to Minnesota. I feel like what's it, Ryan Saunders? At some point, I, I don't know how long his his life will be in Minnesota. Yeah, that's that's what Towns wants. Unless Towns just leaves that, you even think... talking to anybody he might just say, "I'm going to." Leave I now. keep hearing Towns just wants to go. He's just out. You just I don't, just... I don't get it. They, they they brought him D'Lo. They're trying to get him D book, and he's like, "Nope, I'm good." At this point, you just assume guys want out, honestly. Yeah, what more could you want? That's kind of the state we're in. Well, off-season here, Phils. Hopefully, we'll have something to talk about by next Monday. That's good. We'll talk about something for sure, but we'll have to keep an eye on the news. We'll just fodder if not. Don't you worry. We'll talk talk about Devin Vassell's jumper. We'll talk. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to get you going, though. I can't get you going. Oh, it's like a banana. He bananas in and out. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no. We'll leave that alone. All right, we could. Uh, we could I was so that. high on him. All right, yeah, I'm, I'll leave it. I'll leave it. All right. You got me going. I'm now. I'm no, derailing. No. Yep, yep. Simmer down. Simmer down. Well, my name is Nate with my pod pal Phil. As always, if you want to hear more, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor app. Check us out on Twitter at Hoopscoop Pod. Find us on YouTube, Hoopscoop, all that good stuff. And we'll catch you guys next week. Peace. Peace.